0: ABC Listen. Podcasts, radio, news, music
1: and more. G'day, I'm Matt Bran. The Vietnamese government has unveiled new animal welfare standards at a beef conference in Hanoi this week. The new rules are in line with Australia's Exporter Supply Chain Assurance System, SCAS, meaning local Vietnamese cattle will now get the same protections as imported cattle from Australia. To learn more about these rules and what it potentially means for the live export trade, I spoke to the Chief Executive of the Australian Livestock Exporters Council, Mark Harvey Sutton.
0: Well, basically, this has been an effort from industry uh, for a number of years now. A memorandum of understanding was uh, first signed between the Australian Government and the Vietnamese Government back in 2019, Uh, and since then, uh, significant work has gone into Uh, basically having new standards enshrined in the Vietnamese law. Uh, And what that means is uh, basically Australian animal welfare standards, uh, particularly for live export, uh, are now law in Vietnam. And it's an extraordinary effort when you think about it uh, because basically this is uh, a shining example of what our industry does uh, in terms of improving animal welfare in markets. They had not had standards before uh, and in partnership Uh, Vietnam has worked very closely with us to adopt our standards. So it's a a terrific story, Matt.
1: Right. So what sort of protections does this give animals in Vietnam? Well, essentially
0: uh, for our industry, uh, it would capture SCAS standards. Um, It it is voluntary initially, but that's not uh, uncommon uh, in Vietnam. It's often how they introduce their laws and standards initially. Uh, And over the next couple of years, there'll be work to actually make them uh, mandatory. Uh, But what it does do is make sure that things around slaughter, transport, animal handling uh, are all to a standard, uh, which, of course, we uphold uh, in our dealings with the industry and uh, via SCAS. Uh, But now that's the standard that local cattle will have applied to them as well. Uh, And it's across the board uh, in Vietnam. So it's very, very good, Matt.
1: Right. So at the moment, if an animal gets exported from Australia to Vietnam and it's not treated kindly, even at the at the back end in the slaughter process, it's the Australian exporter who gets punished for that. This new law would see uh, ramifications for the importer as well?
0: Oh, well, it wouldn't diminish the exporter's responsibility. They still maintain their SCAS responsibilities. Uh, and so that's, that, that's fundamental uh, to our whole trade. Yeah. Uh, but what these new laws will do is uh, basically it, there won't be a differentiation between an Australian animal or a local animal. Uh, there will be expectations within Vietnam that all animals are treated humanely. Uh, so what it does do is actually uh, broaden uh, the application of Australian animal welfare standards effectively mm. Uh, so which is excellent so you know the the standards they they have a real desire to grow uh and to increase their welfare standards and uh, i just think it's tremendous we've had the opportunity to play an integral role in it uh and in the context of discussions we're having around the broader industry and uh you know the, the the battle we're having to uh prevent the live sheep phase out i think this uh signing of the or the enshrinement of these laws in vietnam It's just an absolute example of why we cannot vacate these markets. Uh, We do play an active role in improving animal welfare there. And uh, here in Vietnam, they've actually enshrined it in law. So it's quite extraordinary, Matt. And it's something we do in all our markets right across the world.
1: Australia's live cattle trade into Vietnam this year has been slow. What's your take on how 2024 is looking?
0: I think there's a huge opportunity. I think we'll see an uptick in volumes. It's difficult to... um, to predict exactly, of course, Uh, but I think if you look at the demand, uh, the current cattle prices in Australia, it's a very price-sensitive market, Vietnam, and when cattle prices were high, we saw that uh, demand or uh, the import of Australian cattle reduced quite significantly, but I think the settings are right to see it pick up again, and they've got a real desire to uh, not only uh, enhance their food security, but to actually uh, develop Uh, their cattle production system. Uh, It's very important uh, for Vietnam to have that growth around their cattle sector. And it's a very unique market amongst our uh, uh, live cattle markets because uh, a lot of the uh, meat from our cattle that get exported actually go into the food service and the tourism trade. So uh, it's a very vibrant market and there's a lot happening. And uh, I I think 2024 could be a very positive year, Matt.
1: We spoke to analyst Simon Quilty this week and one of his comments about Vietnam was that the grade trade with China had reopened this year and he felt that Vietnam was ready to absorb a lot more buffalo meat from India but also a lot more live cattle from Australia. Does that match up with what you've seen and heard while in Hanoi?
0: It does. And and Vietnam's a fascinating place in the sense there's a, there's a centuries-old... Um, cattle trade across the broader Indochina region. So there are lots of cattle here and lots of cattle trading that takes place, uh, anyway. But what Simon's trying to say there is if, if something changes, uh, to shift the dynamic of the market, an opportunity opens up. So I think that could be a very real possibility. And, uh, I think, uh, you know, I think that opening of the, uh, trade with China again post COVID, uh, I think that could see the setting sign up absolutely.